Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth to plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Bling, bling, really big ring. Basky out with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the Coach Kings. I got a text from a friend one time. Maybe I brought this up on a pod, but he like, it was like within a friend, it was within a text chat group, right? And I was the only black person on this chat group as I am in many of my chat groups. Yeah. Uh, but he was like, is Black Lady Sketch Show good mm. or is it good good? And then I was like, I don't know, what does that even what mean? What does that, that even mean? That is it good like what? is it good but we're giving it extra praise because they're black or is it good good and it doesn't matter that they're black exactly I think that's exactly what he was trying to say yeah. and what made me mad wasn't even the question but it was that he knew that I was on that thread and felt com- <laughs> like I was like what does that say about me that he knew that he would ask this shit because yeah. I knew that there were black people in his life like it was like that first episode of Atlanta yeah. when uh, Donald Clover asked the janitor he's like does that guy say the n-word in front of you he's like nah he knows I clock him <laughs> yeah. and then Donald Glover's like damn what does that say about me that yeah. he would say that's it true. to my fucking face yeah that's true bro it's like, something about like the type of person who will ask it, it it's clearly the question for the one black person in the room yeah but because they said it to everybody they think it's fine yes you know? yeah it's clearly like they're yeah. clearly looking at you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they're like I'm asking the whole room <laughs> yeah it's pretty wild man it's pretty wild that especially too because now you start to wonder like i wonder how many i wonder who else in this group has been feeling this way and now and now yes i can talk about it (laughs) yeah yeah uh did you like them niggas Uh, (laughs) and it's so wild bro like i i've always been by the mindset like what yeah when people can say shit around you like what does that say (laughs) what does that say about me what does that say about you or like when people are comfortable talking shit oh, to yeah. you, yeah. Like I was like, man, I got you. You know they talk shit yeah. like all the damn time. Yeah. yeah. As a light skinned black person, people feel very comfortable saying certain things. Mm. See, that's wild because yeah, you're still black, still black. But I'm, I got that thing where people people think I'm biracial. Both my parents are black, but people think I they think that's like a I don't know. I feel it's like I'm eyes, always bro. in like I know these green eyes. I'm always in this weird territory with people. Mm. That's still like, wild because yeah. you're still black. <laughs> yeah. So and what do they think they talk just to your left side? Even even if they thought you were biracial, what do they left. think they talking to? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just the like, left side is, the left side is, is white. The white yeah. and the right, right side, side is the black. black. If yeah. you're biracial, those are the rules. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't even. I still don't fathom that. Like, oh, I'm only going to fan half of them, but his white side will yeah. overcome. Oh, his white side. Yeah, right, yeah. Like, it's so weird. <laughs> even though you're not white. But just yeah. like, even if they think you're biracial, it's still a wild fucking thing. And you don't look biracial to me because, no, like, you, don't. you have predominantly you tell, black. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, they, like, you know, like, it'll, it's, I'm, this is an argument that I've been having. And I've talked about this on multiple podcasts now. This is an argument that my girlfriend and I are currently having because, you know, kids. And... I feel like there are some kids who are biracial where you go, okay, the dad got like the facial features and mm-hmm. the mom got the skin tone. Like, you know what I mean? Or whatever yeah. it is. Like, you can see Something the really divide. Something really yesterday because I'm staying with my grandpa right now while uh-huh. I'm in town. He lives in Limert Park and I was getting in the car, warming up the car and this this white guy in the neighborhood just walks out with his dog and he's holding his kid. It's a biracial kid and it freaked me out because like the kid looked like me. Like, yeah. It looked like that's clearly, damn. And that, I don't know why that unsettled me. Because, because it, it has your family's feet. It has your side yeah, of the family's yeah, features. Yeah, yeah. Was like, but is it was it white? Was 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 it white passing? No, 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 no. no, no. It was or, just a it was just a, a white dad carrying his black kid oh, and the kid. Gotcha. That's what it was. That's it's wild, man. My my little niece <laughs> has that. Her her dad is black and her mom is white. And poor kid looks like her dad. <laughs> like f- facial features, but is oh, white. Yeah. Like is very is white. When she grows up, she's gonna be. She'll have the curly hair. She'll have like she won't be like pale white, but she will be white passing. It happens, bro. Yeah, it happens. Like there's this, and then what's even scarier is that when like the siblings all vary and it's the same parents. Mm -hmm. That's the shit that freaks me out. Was like I shouldn't say freaks me out, but I'm (laughs) I'm intrigued by the fact that you could have one sibling that's like dark and one sibling that's light Mm -hmm. and one sibling that's like in the middle, and it's the same parents. Like ain't nobody cheat or anything like that. It's It's just the M and M's effect. Yeah. Well, I mean, nobody cheated that you know of. (laughs) You always have you ever? No, like honestly, this is some wild shit. I don't know. I'm not gonna put my family's business out there too too much. (laughs) 
But like, have you ever like found out some shit about your family? That's why that I'm not. You, I do. I'm not taking that 23 and me, bro. Well, I'm not, not even doing that. It. Not even that. Just like found out shit like. Uh, like your mama sit you down and was like, "Well, let me oh, tell you yeah. about some shit about your grandma." Yeah, like yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> some shit crazy. you didn't know about, yeah. like well, yeah. about them, about because timelines. The, it's always timelines. Yeah. I never thought about the timelines, and mm-hmm. then they'll explain. It's just time. Because like, you start did being you know like, that? "Why did they move here? Like, <laughs> yeah. What happened? Yeah. What happened that made them move yeah. here?" Like, so, like, if my my if granddad died and then she married somebody else, like. <laughs> Nine months later, mm-hmm. like, what is that? What happened? <laughs> Bro, do y'all read Trayvon's Confessions? No. No. Trayvon Martin's? No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he released an album? <laughs> Damn, he too I'm not co-signing yeah. that. I'm not touching that. Y'all hear me? I didn't laugh. <laughs> you did. <laughs> no, nah, Trayvon, uh, uh, <laughs> Trayvon Free. On Instagram, oh, yeah, yeah, every yeah. Sunday, he like he puts up this thing where you can confess anything, and mm-hmm. some of those confessions are so. What's your name attached to it? No, it's all anonymous, oh, it's anonymous. and that's okay. why it's wild. Is because you, you be reading, and then like there was one that I read about this girl being like, "My mom found me on MySpace. Mm-hmm. My dad was thirty five, she was thirteen, and I was like, her mm-hmm. mom, and I, ah, that's like so she never knew. Like she was just like, "Where's my mom?" And he's like, yeah. nah, "I don't know." Like you know what I mean? But she it was on MySpace. Wow. That, that's how her mom found her was on MySpace. Nasty, wow. bro. I thought about this yesterday. I'll ask both of you this. Simple yes and no. I might I might make it a poll. Simple yes. I might I might make it a poll on the Culture Kings thread. <laughs> Simple yes or no. If you went if you die tomorrow and you went to judgment day, is there something that nobody except you and the other person knows about that you that would come out in judgment day? Mm. Simple yes or no. No, no, no. Not me and the other person. No, yeah. I think that there are multiple people that probably will know. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I have a very boring I, life. I, I wonder though. I wonder how many people would say yes. I think more people would say yes. This is than what we I'm, think. But this is what I'm saying is like no is in like I'm not saying I don't have skeletons in my closet. I definitely have skeletons right. in my closet. I think that the number is a lot higher than two people that know about it. Okay, okay, yeah. Because I'm okay. Let me then then to rephrase it. That there's if, some shit if, that will pop out that a lot of people didn't know about 100. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Because Every and, human and being that has you that. wouldn't say, like maybe the other person would say, or somebody. And this sounds very anonymous. Uh, it sounds like some sexual assault shit. And that's not what I'm talking about. Well, I'm just talking about <laughs> anything, like any secret, uh-huh. like anything that is like, you know what, that happened, and we ain't never got to talk about that shit ever mm-hmm. again. I think because of the nature of the internet, that is like so less true like it's like yeah. i i think that somebody know everything i mean i think that is a c here's my personal thing i think there's a cia agent that knows everything about us like, there's a just CIA one agent cia agent that no no for everybody like there's like one, like i think them niggas have people on deck that are yeah. under the pentagon just watching everybody and there's a dude out there that knows your deepest darkest porn preferences jakees oh I'm and it's their yeah, that's job what it, that's that's what we're really talking about right that's what we're talking about and that's what i'm saying it's like i think that there's somebody out there that it's their job to sit and watch people and they just know a bunch of shit i think it's crazy that we were watching porn on our phones I think we need a like a separate porn device that's for porn. It's, it's just insane. Incognito using tab. the same thing that your your <laughs> phone is still watching. Yeah, your I phone is still watching time. you. Your bank account is attached to it. Like it's everything. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's insane. Yeah. It's, uh, if you watch The Good Place, like whenever when they went to uh, the accounting department, there was the one guy who like that was his job. Like his job was mm-hmm. just to like. <laughs> The deepest, darkest <laughs> secrets of everybody. He was so beat down. Yeah. Like, he just... yeah. And I think that them CIA agents, like, it's the same, like, uh, did you hear about those niggas who ride on planes? Uh, the uh, Air marshals? That they have high suicide rates because no. they are just sitting there on a plane waiting for shit to pop off. Yeah. And that's all they do. So they're holding yeah. in all this tension, just like riding a plane being like, I can't let anybody know why I'm here. Yeah. yeah. And they start killing themselves. That's also... Wow. That seems like such a terrible job. It's, yeah. You just ride it back and forth <laughs> back in an and airplane forth. <laughs> and that circulated fart yeah. air. 
also that them niggas that hide that hide on planes is a great title for like uh, for an art house film. Or yeah, something. them yeah. niggas yeah. that hide on planes. Them niggas that hide on planes. What's the the sequel to Snakes on the Plane. Yeah. Sam Jackson star in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that shit seems wild. Is I wonder is there an air marshal on every plane? Has to be on every plane. Has to be even Southwest. Even <laughs> they let a couple spirit choose them seats. Yeah. They let a couple spirit flights. Yeah, spirit. yeah. <laughs> like a couple spirit flights. I feel like nobody need to be protected yeah. on this spirit flight, right? <laughs> we good? Like, come on, man. Ain't nobody. Ain't shit popping yeah. off on this. Yeah, spirit my kid flight. has a recital. I'd like to catch that. Like on a on a flight where you can't choose your seats. Yeah, like yeah. ain't nobody coming. It's more of in a that. mall cop on a script. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Like they... if you gonna do some shit on a plane, you choosing your seat. You choosing your seat, man. Are you saying that a terrorist would have get on a plane where he couldn't choose his seat? No. no. What if you get stuck like in the back and like wow. you gotta come to the whole front of the plane wow. with some shit, nigga? Somebody gonna fuck you up before you get to the front. A terrorist on Spirit Airlines is the greatest sketch yeah, of all time, bro. Yeah. Oh shit, I might yeah. write that shit. Yeah. That shit's pretty fucking funny, bro. Like that like, shit is wild. Yeah, because like you know he'd need like some amenities, like excuse me, and then like the flight attendant's like, oh, I'm sorry, you're in the back. You actually don't have right. flights and yeah. access. Right. You can't come to the yeah. front. You can't come past the middle of the plane. There's no bathroom back here. Sorry. You, you can't go get ready and shit. Yeah. <laughs> you trying to do it in his seat. He starts shaking. <laughs> Excuse Bro. me, we're going to put this person's luggage right next yeah. to you. <laughs> Bro, yeah, dude. I don't think they need them on them damn planes, man. Yeah. It's only like the American Airlines, yeah. the United, the Deltas. Yeah. JetBlue. Uh, the JetBlue. I think if, yeah. uh, if uh, terrorists was on JetBlue, they wouldn't kill anybody because they would say you're having such a good time. Yeah. Them planes at we got a snack cabin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit, these Americans deserve to yeah, live. that safety video will calm mm-hmm. them down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Direct TV? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? I can text? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's, How that's did we start wild. this conversation? I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. We should introduce our guest, though. We should introduce the homie. Yeah, man. This is somebody. Look, again. I've been having a great role of niggas that I've just met on Twitter that <laughs> are just fucking funny, man. And this is a dude that I followed because he was just a fucking funny dude. Uh, and then we were like, literally what was weird is that I hit you up and I was like, yeah. uh, hey, yo, if you ever going to be in L.A., let me know. And you're like, hey, man, one day, hopefully I'll be there. And then the next day, you're just like, hey, I'm going to be in L.A. Like, yeah. next week. <laughs> this is Tim Barnes. Shout out to Tim Barnes, bro. What's, What's up, up, man? I'm doing What's good. Up? Happy to be here. Yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, you're a writer. Mm-hmm. comedian uh, how did you get into all that shit man it's a long journey mm-hmm. i guess i want to know how you two got into it too but mainly started off uh my first goal in life was to be a filmmaker and mm-hmm. then eventually just started going to open mics with stand-up and stuff uh i went to high school with ian abramson do you know who he is he's a he's a comedian he did a conan set a couple years ago yeah yeah and uh then we moved to chicago at the same time where are you from i'm from la oh really yeah yeah Interesting. Yeah. When did you leave LA? From LA, but then last year of middle school moved to the Inland Empire, so like Riverside. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. uh, Shout out moved to, to Chicago in 2012. Mm-hmm. Was there for about five years, and then was in New York for about three years. And you don't hear here. about that move. You don't hear yeah. about a lot of people going from west to east. <laughs> yeah. Right. And Am then, I crazy? No, you don't. Not often. Especially. Well, not so much. You don't hear about that, but you don't hear about that within the entertainment industry. Yes, that's what I'm more so, man. Like, yeah, yeah there's somebody who killed somebody and definitely made that. Mess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I wasn't going to talk about that. <laughs> no, we, we talk about everything. Yeah. But what made you, like, especially knowing that you want to get into filmmaking, what made you go, you know what? I'm going to move to Chicago, the city of theater. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of films well, now, now there is now there is yeah because in 2012 taxi- it was around it was getting there the taxi yeah, yeah, centers yeah. came in that's like <laughs> they shot transformers there they shot the dark knight there yeah yeah uh, yeah i guess i kind of like fizzled out i i i went to santa barbara city college for a couple of years to study, oh, study wow. film and that was fun mm-hmm. and then i uh, just decided to quit on the concept of higher education and then move back with my parents for like a year working at a movie theater and trying to figure out what the next thing was and i remember i was reading that was that del close book I don't know what it is. Something about the rules of improv or something. Mm, oh, and then my it, friend was also thinking it the about truth and comedy. Or? I think that. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so I moved to Chicago thinking I was going to get into like sketch and improv. And then I took some improv classes and realized I'm, I'm not good at it and focus more on stand up. <laughs> Man, and, that's a very yeah. nice mindset to have. A lot of niggas out here don't have that mindset. <laughs> a lot of niggas out here stick to it for about 10, 12 yeah, years. Yeah. Yeah. I just couldn't. I can never be what the I scene did. needed. It was it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would always just walk in and be me in the situation, <laughs> and 
didn't want to be in that situation. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, then, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, please, please, please. So you, that's, yeah, that is super rare, rare when people's like, you know what? This ain't for me. But I feel like Chicago is like that too. Mm. The yeah. Chicago improv scene because they take it way more seriously than we think we do. Yes. Because uh, <laughs> they're not doing it to become like what Nicole was saying last week was like, they're not doing it to become famous. They know that they're not going to get on a TV. Like they're not yeah. going to become, they're not going to get on a TV, like a, a TV show from doing it out here in the way that you can out. Here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not like a networking thing. Exactly. Like yeah. It is out here. They're doing and it because they fucking and, uh, love it. Improv and standup in Chicago are like, totally separate basically in chicago they, they don't really they don't really intersect that much mm. no. and then i was in new york i was like it's more connected and in la oh, it's yeah. more connected too same it's with like, theater too they like everything yeah. and then some actors like people who do film and tv yeah don't i mean theater and film and tv are pretty closely connected in yeah. chicago but that's it why yeah. do you think that is because yeah in new york like when i met io She's like, I have a show every night. And it was like literally in every genre of everything. Like, <laughs> yeah. like she had a stand-up show one night. She had an improv show the next night. She had a character show. And I was like, yeah. damn, these niggas in New York really do everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, why is it? Why do y'all think in Chicago is there that, that separation? I have no idea. I mean, I think people think of it as an improv city. Mm. more than I think only in the last maybe like 15 years, people have been thinking about the stand-up aspect. Because you got like Hannibal coming up. Yeah. And who else came up out of Chicago? There's that woman who passed away recently. I can't remember her name. None. But yeah, not a lot of stand-ups do come out of Chicago. At least, you know, like you said, in the last 15 years, you've been having a lot of... I mean, I don't know. In the 90s, a lot of stand-ups came out of Chicago. Hmm. But, I, you know, like the... I mean, obviously, like the Bernie Macs and shit like that. But mm -hmm. you had yeah. quite a... On Comic View, it was always a lot of Chicago names yeah. on that. But do you think of Chicago as a stand-up city in the way that you think of New York as a stand-up city? I don't think of New York as a stand-up city. That's wow. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you I, talking about, bro? I, get, I, I don't. I mean... You don't think of New York as a stand-up city? I think of New York as a theater city. Come on, bro. Wow. What? The comedy cellar? Live at Gotham? Like, I, yeah, all I know there is. is I like, know there is. I know there is The that. fucking Apollo? Like, but I didn't even think of Chicago as a stand-up city either because I was in theater and they're so separated. So then what's the stand-up? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. You say so, from your point of view. From my point of view, like, and so, like, I knew, so from, so for me in Chicago, being in theater, New York was like the Hollywood of theater. Yes, so that's yes. how I You were thinking about Broadway and all that shit. Or yeah, just and not I never wanted to go do shit in New York. I would go do shit in New York, obviously, yeah, but it was never like a list. dream of yeah. mine to do. But yeah, so I never I never really thought of I know comics come from there and but I wasn't in the comedy world in Chicago. So yeah. yeah. Well I guess part of it is no one really thinks about a specific venue for stand up in Chicago. Maybe Zany's right. There's a laugh factory out there now. Oh, really? But when you think of like venues for comedy, people think Second City and mm -hmm. stuff like that's that. That's true. So maybe yeah. that's what the big. That's what it is. That is what it is. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I can't think of a stand up place in, <coughs> excuse me, Chicago off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. But like, I know the ones in LA, I know the ones in New York that yeah. are like renowned. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know Zanies I mean? is probably it. Zanies and what was it um, before it was. Laugh Factory. Yeah, what was it? It was the was it Belmont Underground or something like that? Something like I saw that. I saw the last show before they switched over. It was yeah. Jim oh, Jeffries. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It's a uh, great. Have you been it's there? A great, yeah. 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 I've been there since too. Yeah. Uh it's really fucking dope. It's insane. I use I fuck been there. I used to live <laughs> literally fifty feet away from it. So oh, wow. I would go there a lot. Uh but yeah, so I remember when they bought the Laugh Factory there. It was really weird. I yeah. was like, Oh, this is bullshit. Uh but it's been dope. Yeah. And the person who did it who runs it was did he do our show in chicago oh yeah no yeah, he yeah. did yo is this racist yes that's what he did yeah yeah curtis yeah yeah yep. yeah yeah he's, he's dope he's dope but yeah i don't know it's it's not that many it's just those two yeah mm -hmm. even though like i do think that a lot of standards are coming out of there but i do think that more so what you're seeing now and again this is a take from somebody who hasn't really touched stand up in a while <laughs> so maybe my take is outdated but you see a lot of people get really good in their towns like, I think of, like, Ian Carmel, who, like, worked really hard in Portland and then moved to L.A. And then, like, that's, like, kind of the thing that you're seeing now is, like, people people can get really good in Denver and then move to L.A. or move mm -hmm. to New York and then, like, start doing their shit. Like, they're coming from smaller towns versus, like, you're not moving to from a small town to a big town to pursue stand-up. You're getting good in your small town and then moving to whatever yeah. that big yeah. town is. Yeah, I think I'm just getting used to... Um all the different ways people can do comedy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially yeah. now, because the, <clears throat> the, uh, the idea of comedy is 
expanded so much yeah about like what comedy is and <clears throat> like it is or you know according to the Todd Phillips of the world you can't do comedy <laughs> anymore uh but it's expanded so fucking much where it's beyond just like sketch and improv and stand up and things like that but you can now have comedy like Atlanta which can have like three episodes where yeah. it's not really any traditional comedy yeah or you can just post internet videos every day and then you count as a comedian comedian, in some people's eyes yeah yeah you could be like remember when like vine stars were a thing and not shitting on them but like yeah yeah, yeah. uh was a fucking vine star 100 so is demi yeah yeah it takes a lot of work to do some of that stuff they do like these youtube comedians and stuff it's like that's that's more work than I'm putting into telling jokes, honestly. What it took you to make these like sketches on the internet and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. I wonder why we shit on them then. <laughs> I think it's because it's the same reason why anybody shits on anything is because you're looking at what you're doing and not considering how hard it is to do what they're doing. You're just looking at the final. Like, you don't understand their process. You can only see the final product. Mm-hmm. So looking at their final product, you go... Well, that's fucking only six seconds. Mm-hmm. I'm out here writing scripts or whatever, and you're thinking about your process, but you didn't consider their process. You're just looking at the final product. I'm not even talking about so much the final product, but because obviously the people who are out there, listen, I would never shit on a YouTube star because them niggas making money. Like <laughs> Some of the people yeah. are rich. Yeah. Uh, but I think the access that people, like anybody can do it. Right, I think it's the part that a lot of people shit on. Anybody can do stand up. Exactly, yeah. that's, what mean, like, that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Is that kind of what's do. happening with with all yeah. the stand up specials coming out yeah. now? Like the yeah, it's like the value of a lot of things are just like in flux right now because Absolutely. because of technology. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder why we shit on that aspect, but not because anybody can do stand up. Anybody can do improv. Too many. A lot of people do improv. A lot of people do sketch. And it, most of it isn't good. I think, I'm telling you, man, it's the same thing. Remember when Steve Carell got the office and started popping and then everyone called him an overnight success? Do you remember that? <laughs> like, he was just like, oh, Steve Carell's an overnight success. And, and then he had to he had to like get on like an interview show and was like, that's bullshit. Yeah. I'm in my fucking 40s. I've been doing this shit <laughs> forever. I busted my ass, like, you know, on uh, Second City's main stage trying to get on that. I was in a bunch of shows that kept getting canceled. You can see him in almost every sitcom playing a bit character. Like he's on an episode of Seinfeld. It's like a delivery man with a weird accent and all this shit. And then finally he got to the office and it worked out for him. Like, And I think that, again, we look at that, like, you know, people who say like Tiffany Haddish came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, she didn't come out of nowhere. She's been working her ass off for 10, 20 years doing this shit. But we're looking at this thing and we're not seeing all of that. No one sees all that shit beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, especially with Tiffany Haddish. Because even for me, I was like, man, who is this? Yeah. And then I had to remember like, oh, yeah, I've seen her before. Yeah. Like 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, doing stand-up. Doing stand-up. Yeah. Doing like Def Jam and comedy right, and all that right, shit. Right, right, right. And I was like, oh, damn. So Kevin Hart, too. Kevin Hart was in 40-year-old version. Kevin Hart was all fucking wilding out. And they would just make fun of him calling the short nigga all the time. Really? Yeah. I had no yeah. idea. He was on, wow. I didn't know he was on Wild and Out. The That's first crazy. thing I ever saw Kevin Hart in, and he made me laugh like, oh, you know what? It might have been before 40 year old version. First thing I remember seeing Kevin Hart in was Alone Came Polly. He was the cameraman for Philip Seymour Hoffman's uh, when he was doing that fake mm-hmm. uh, documentary. And wow. like that was, but the first thing I remember Kevin Hart making me like die laughing was 40 year old version. Uh, it's like, you somebody's nigga with this nigga tie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he probably was wasn't so even funny. popping yet. He probably was like, I, no. I got this. Yeah. I can pay rent for another three months. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's what's so crazy. But he we wasn't popping. But we forget about all that shit. Once you see success, you start wiping off your memory of all the shit that them niggas did to work there. Right. Cause you just remember like the, the first thing that, that hit. hit the masses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's well, some other people like that? I was, I was gonna ask, what's the story? What's your the story of you two? What? Uh, oh no, we got yeah. this shit immediately. <laughs> yeah, we got, yeah this we got this shit off the off we the kind of did, <laughs> but we did it though. We did it. This is nowhere near. Uh, not even against the grain is anywhere near my first podcast. Like my okay. first podcast was me interviewing kids at my college about. Uh, short films that they made as if they Whoa. were like grand directors oh and it's God. terrible it's one of Is the worst things uh yeah it's somewhere out there damn <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. against the grain was my first actual podcast mm-hmm. yeah but yeah i don't know 
I yeah, I mean, as far as this or just like story, I, I think just getting like who, up to who you, how you guys started working together. Oh yeah yeah, 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 just in the in the improv world. So yeah. I mean, so that's the thing. Like a lot of people, obviously, we knew each other before we did the show, but like both both of us were putting in work in like our craft in the comedy world yeah. before we was like, yo, let's. That's how we like got on a group there together. It's just we did a show together. I think remember, yeah, yeah it was something like, like some that. mashup show or something like that. Yeah, and we was like, "Oh, let's put this shit on, like recording," nice. and then it like went from there. But oh. yeah, dude, it's is but even but even beyond that, like just thinking of like future shit, right? Uh, like if something like in the future hits. People won't remember this shit. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. People will be like, oh, remember when niggas started on How Stuff Works? <laughs> uh, and like, you know, and who knows in five years. So yeah, this yeah. this could be the, like, the buildup of yeah. the next I was in thing. The, the podcast world for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a big thing for me was like, especially when I moved to New York, my first jobs were producing podcasts mm-hmm. and also doing stand-up and wanting to build a career writing for TV and stuff. And then each job that I progressed into in New York, I kept trying to like weasel my way away from being considered the podcast producer guy. Yeah. That label was just like sticking to me like crazy. And then I'd be like booking comedians that I know on people's podcasts. And I feel like that was cementing this idea that Tim is just like this behind the scenes yeah. podcast dude. And then you feel stuck at that level. And you feel stuck. Yeah. 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 Um, so each job I've been like, uh, especially when my job before this, I'm writing for all that now was at Comedy Central. And when I got that job, I was like, I just didn't tell them that I knew how to do video editing or anything just so that I could only write. It's like, yeah, all I can do is, is write. Cause otherwise I'd be like a producer, editor, all that, all that kind of stuff. That right. I didn't do. And you just want to, sometimes you just want to do what you want to do. Not <laughs> what you can do. 100%. Yes. You know, yeah. I'm a firm believer in that. You tell people how to treat you Yeah, and that like, and that was happening to me. I think I've talked about this on this pod before where people kept asking me to act and stuff. And it was because I never, I never, they saw me do improv and they went, well, he's clearly on stage performing. He wants to act. And it wasn't until I told people, I actually want to write. Like, that's what I want to do. Yeah, then people yeah. were like, oh, for real? You want to write? Then they started recommending me for writing stuff. But because I never told anyone what I wanted, they were giving what they thought I wanted. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to tell people what you want. I want to, I want to ask you, just mentioned you write for all that. I want to ask you something just about how dope that is. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, uh, it's nuts. Did you used to watch it? I used to watch it. Uh, when I got the when my manager called me to tell me that they gave me the offer, it was uh, I hadn't experienced true joy in a long time. Like that <laughs> Damn, was bro. That's that, dope. I've never. You ever had a chopped cheese sandwich before? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never been to a bodega. Like... I got a nice bagel. <laughs> I don't know something about New York. Like I got really jaded, and I think oh, it, like in a good way. Like I think it was yeah. like a good level of being jaded about everything. But that was like the first time in a long time that I allowed myself to like feel some sort of like true joy without like questioning it too much well we want to rap about that for sure but we're gonna do that after the break we back with tim barnes I know it's a very weird thing. We've never explained it to anyone. Ah, uh, it's so Everyone funny. comes on. You should know, though. You do podcasts. Yeah, you know, sometimes you record that afterwards. Who knows? <laughs> you like you forgot it later. Uh, but I remember I was on someone's podcast once, and they actually just play the theme song while everyone's sitting there Some staring people at do each that. other. Yeah. yeah. That was so... I don't like that. <laughs> That's even worse. I hate <laughs> when I have to listen to your theme song and just sit there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do this shit in do post, man. Do this shit bro. No one, it doesn't need to happen right now. No, do this shit in fucking... People read the right yeah. then and there yeah. oh like, I don't like that either should impose, man. Yeah. once like, I agreed to do someone's podcast and I don't watch Dragon Ball Z I've never really watched Dragon Ball Z when I was a kid and it was a Dragon Ball Z podcast was it was I don't it know why I agreed it? to do it what was, I th- uh, what was it with called with Ify and Danny no this was oh, okay. uh, Alex Patak and uh, a few other people in New York oh, okay um, and so I got there and I didn't realize that I was gonna have to watch an episode of Dragon Ball Z with them before we start recording and I've yeah. never seen an episode in my life so that was so you had to you had to sit there and watch sit there and watch a new and then especially Dragon Ball Z because coming into <laughs> any episode in the middle and not knowing what the fuck is going on it's like what the fuck is going on yeah. but they the the exposition in that show is so wild that they pretty much explain yeah, to you yeah. the stakes most they do yeah they yeah. do yeah. they go and seventy five percent of the talking. show is people sitting there talking yeah, yeah it yeah. is. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they I'm sure they picked it. What do you remember which episode it was? Uh I don't you know it's one of these new it's like a new season happening right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was maybe one of the most cool ones. Yeah. So okay. Okay. Yeah. So going back to what you were saying about how New York makes you jaded, that totally get that. That's something I talk about with people a lot of like how I feel like the hustle out here, we don't ever really talk about how lucky we are to hustle out here in that when I get rejected from an audition or uh, or a show that I'm for Archie's for an audition or me for a show that I really wanted to write on or anything like that, I go outside and the sun's up. <laughs> it's like never lo- lower than 70 degrees. Yeah. Beautiful Los Angeles yeah. women around. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can go out and but niggas who get rejected in New York have to go on a train <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or a homeless man just pissed yeah. on something. Yeah, I'm starting to it's realize. Snowing. I mean. I'm starting to realize that I, I like the train and I like, I think I was excited to be back in LA cause I haven't been here for like seven years mm. and this is my first time like truly being able to like drive around cause I was in Riverside for like high school. And oh, all that. You don't want to drive around there. Yeah. <laughs> in Riverside? Yeah, you don't want to drive around there. Stay your ass at home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm just like starting to notice the little things that I prefer about, about each city. Mm. Yeah. Like what? It's what's, so you've been in all three big cities: L.A., Chicago, and New yeah, York. Yeah. What's what's the public transportation is a big one. It's just I it's don't like so being crazy. in my car. Yeah. yeah. My car that much. Yeah, me either. And then there's like a, you know, I'm getting a lot of fast food. I can't believe there's so many health restaurants, but there's no fast food health restaurants where you can just go through a drive-through and get a, a nice salad or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm surprised that that doesn't exist. Yeah. Does that exist? It ex- what oh where you live oh, you can get a salad from yeah. like oh yeah that's why yeah if you lived in Silver Lake you could go get a fast food salad real quick okay yeah yeah um, maybe not drive through but but yeah. you can get it pretty quick yeah. you can get there's it pretty just quick. like a there's yeah. a, a pace to things out here that's like a little slower oh very so everything's slow, too bro. casual absolutely there's something about New York where everyone is on the same wavelength somehow and it's like a stress wavelength that mm-hmm. once you get accustomed to it. Everything's a little bit easier, but mm-hmm. everything in LA is just like an adventure. It's, it's hard like to a, fucking get accustomed to yeah. a lot of shit. It takes a while. And everything is like these different regions. Everything has some, like a name, like Oceanside. I don't know what people are talking about half the time out here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, did it trip like, you out when you went to work like 30 minutes early and then you were sitting there and you're like, where the fuck is yeah, everybody? Yeah, yeah. And they ain't show for an hour yeah, and a yeah. half. Yeah. yeah, that too. It's. Damn. Yeah. Did it. I mean, the cool thing, the one thing about where where in New York were you? Brooklyn, Manhattan. Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah. So the cool thing about New York uh, is one. I f- so I was just there, and it's the same type of shit that we go through here, where somebody was in Manhattan and I was in Brooklyn, and they were like, "I don't know, man. Uh, you want to <laughs> yeah, be somewhere in the middle, yeah. or you yeah. want to?" I'm like, "You got a fucking train, yeah. man. Like you ain't even got to drive." But, then, but it's the same thing out here where people's like, oh, yeah. well, you, yo, you where you at? You in Westwood? Mm. But I feel like the driving is what makes it worse because I feel like every day people lie about right? how That's great of I'm a saying. driver they are. But you kind of almost get into an accident every day. Every day. You almost get into yeah. five accidents every, every day. Every day, bro. Yeah. I almost lost my life yesterday because I want to run a red. To just drive and meet somebody. <laughs> it's like you're putting your life on the line. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just to hang out. But I will say Manhattan to Brooklyn, that's a trip. Like that's definitely a trip. But some I mean, I don't want to go not. hang out. I don't want to go hang out with you. You live in Burbank, and Burbank is not that far from where <laughs> it's I live. Not. It's like 15 minutes. Yeah. But yeah, I refuse. But, but yeah, because it's just geographical. You just have the thought. Yeah. yeah. Uh and then uh, I'm trying to process the type of racism that exists in LA. It's different from Chicago. It's, it's different, different from, from Chicago. York. Yeah. I don't have a barometer for it in New York, but in Chicago, I mean, Chicago is very segregated one. Mm. Uh, Cause I grew up there and it's, it's black and white. Yeah. <laughs> like, but you can, you, you get it, but you get yeah, it, you get you it, get it. Yeah. you get it. And it's not like, it's not like, ugh, I mean, I guess in some places it is, but it, it's not, what you consider here's all right here's what i'm trying to say it it there is racism but chicago is so close to true racism that it doesn't feel like it yeah because you go i mean chicago is at the tippy top of the northwest side of illinois you got the entire rest of the state, which is true Midwest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and where I'm talking Confederate flags and KKK members and like Kentucky type fucking racism. Yeah. So like in comparison, 
Chicago is paradise. Uh, so, like, it's, I don't know how Laquan's family feels about you calling <laughs> well, Chicago paradise. Well, in, well, yeah, but in comparison, I mean, yeah. in comparison, I mean, you still got the yeah, you got police, but that's every fucking where. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, I never truly felt the racism uh in chicago because yeah. it felt because one is segregated and two is like well it ain't as bad as southern illinois yeah. <laughs> i think yeah. the tim's point though is that the racism out there like it is up front and in your face when it's there but i think out here the racism that what what drives me crazy about it is that it almost feels like you're being gaslit like yes is this really happening yeah, yeah. like that lady who was like you know who was mentally ill but still was like saying i want to kill niggers and yeah. he's like i'm really in a cvs in pasadena and this shit is What's happening right now? But I right think now? it's like, you forget that this is the Wild West. Yeah. We're literally in the Wild West right now. And that's what it is about California. It's like everyone is kind of just like in a little village. It's not like a city that's on a grid where like mm-hmm. like neighborhoods are just weirder out here. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Orange County is like a pretty racist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Didn't it go Trump, that whole county? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it usually does. It's and the way people talk about their neighborhoods out here is just like, it's weird. It's mm-hmm. not like any other city. Like, I don't even understand why people have, like, Orange County pride or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. like, people are, like, really into their, like... Because everything is so fucking far. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to have, mm. like, in, in New York and in Chicago, for instance. Like, it's hard for me to say, man, I got Lakeview pride. Because, <laughs> like, Lincoln Park is, I can piss and be in Lincoln Park. And I can run and be in Wicker Park. I, I It's so fucking close. Everything Same thing close in New York. on top of each other. Midtown. Yeah. Even in Manhattan, Midtown is close to fucking East Village and Chelsea and everything. We're here. Yeah. Like, Orange County is two hours away. <laughs> and, and honestly, and the fucked up thing about that is, depending on traffic, Burbank and Santa Monica... Yeah can be two hours away 100%. <laughs> so like and like geographically they're close but like the feeling of how far and how long it takes to get there makes people feel so su- feel so secluded in their neighborhood where they just kind of stay there yeah yeah it's it's really fucking weird. weird it's weird i don't know which uh which do you like better <laughs> um in a weird way i like chicago better mm-hmm. i like chicago better because Everything in New York is like changing so rapidly where like you can't get adjusted to what a neighborhood really means with mm-hmm. all how the speed of gentrification and all that. Yeah. In Chicago, you know, there's places called U- Ukrainian Village. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I love Ukrainian Village. Yeah. Uh, like everything is pretty stable and it's it's things are changing but they're changing slower than in other cities, I think. Where like you can really just get a grasp on things. I've never been in a city where I had like that much of a grasp on the politics of the area. Um, New York, I have no idea what's happening politically because so many boroughs, so many different neighborhood things. Mm. LA, I have no idea what's going on, but Chicago is like, everybody hates Rahm Emanuel. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't really know anything about the politics in specific Los Angeles because it's so many It's so many things. different areas. I think yeah. the big thing that's happening right now is like the homelessness issue and yeah. uh, the fact that a lot of neighborhoods, like, you know, it's so crazy this is a liberal city, but a lot of neighborhoods are unwilling to open up a homeless shelter in their area. <laughs> it's wild, man. I was in an Uber last night and we were talking, for whatever reason, we were talking about the homelessness issue. Uh, I feel like she, I was mad too because she took forever. To, it was one of those where she was one minute away. And then made the wrong turn, and now you seven minutes away. And then when she finally got there, she was like a block away. It was like, where you at? And I'm like, you ain't fucking where I'm at. <laughs> hey, what do you mean where I'm at? So <laughs> I was, Christ, I was going in that damn, Jesus I was going Christ, in that car Jesus. ready to be upset. Jesus Christ! But then she like, she was uh she was like an older black lady, and she just yeah. like knew how to disarm right yeah, away. And I was like, yeah. I like this. I like her. God damn it! I was ready to be mad at you. Uh, but we were talking about the homelessness issue for whatever reason. And she's been here all her life. She was like, it is way worse than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Which for me, moving here seven years ago, it's always been a, a issue. But for somebody who lives here, shit is wild, man. It was like it's crazy how bad it is. Yeah, yeah. No one now. wants to do a shelter, bro. No one wants to do a shelter. Well, which is crazy because the housing prices are jumping up. So you're creating more homeless people without giving them an area to be. So. Like I think Koreatown recently just said no to so, a homeless mm, shelter. Mm-hmm. How can it's so Lake, weird that you can Silver just say Lake no? Silver Lake said no, yeah. but 
how can you say no if somebody wants to open up a shelter why can't they because they are like we don't want trash in our neighborhood we don't want this and at the same time these are the same people that are calling having the police come and clean up those tent cities yeah. So it's just like, I don't know, uh, you know, if you want to know more about it, Hayes Davenport does some really dope work. He has a really dope podcast, a really dope podcast about a homeless LA, but shit is wild, man. It's yeah. just wild in, the, in, in New York too, because it gets too damn cold. Yeah. So you got it out there too, but they don't last. Yeah. They're not building the massive tent cities that they're building out here. Right. I think they're, because they know they can't stay there all fucking year. Yeah. 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 And it's easy to get west. You just jump on the train and yeah, yeah. you can be here. This shit is wild, man. Crazy. Shit is wild. But thank you for saying you like Chicago. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't fuck with you no more because you said that. Uh, but originally the- This is wild. This is wild. Who cares? <laughs> uh, back to the original question that we never answered, man. How's writing for all that? <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, it's really fun. It's real. It's, uh, the head writers are now Kevin and Heath, and uh, Kevin is the stage manager from all that. The guy goes, five minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, And so they've been there since the beginning, and it's, like, insane getting just, like, all this historical information on how certain sketches that you always loved were made. They wrote all of the episodes of Keenan and Kel. Holy shit. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's like a dream. That's like a dream to like be a part of the thing that you watched growing up. Yeah. It's crazy. Like it was, I think it's a hundred percent better than finding out you get to write for SNL. Mm-hmm. It's uh, cause you, you're sort of teaching kids watching Nickelodeon what sketch is. Yeah. And it's, it's insane. Yeah. Is it, is it a little weird though? learning all the behind because when you watch it as a kid you just you're seeing the final product right? yeah. yeah is it weird like now knowing like the process of how it all goes and actually seeing how yeah. the kids work because they those kids work hard yeah. yeah yeah i mean i actually just met met the cast uh i think on thursday because mm. we've just been writing for for weeks uh and i think the first table read is coming up so I'm I'm learning this process as, as we you, go. Yeah, and this but the kids two? are so cool. This is this is the second half of season one. Second half of season, and one. and the kids okay. are just like so cool. Like even if you just look at what they've been doing, they're insanely talented. Yeah. And I, when I got to meet them, I was like, you, they probably don't even realize how cool they are. It's, no, it's, they have yeah. no clue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. I don't watch Nickelodeon anymore, but back in the why? day, because uh, <laughs> I don't have it. <laughs> that's the only reason why. <laughs> Not because you're 33 years reason. old. Yeah, that's the only reason I don't have it. I kind of fucked it up. Uh, but back when we were kids, like all those kids were on a lot of shows on Nickelodeon. Uh, like the, yeah. all that kids were on, like remember Figure It Out. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of crossover. A lot of crossover. Uh, I remember when I forget what their names are, but the one Kenan of the kids from Kenyon and Kel. Yeah, I know, I know them. But the kid from uh, Pete and Pete. Remember Pete yeah. and Pete? Yeah, then he became a big star on all that. But he started yeah. on Pete and Pete. Yeah, yeah. Amanda Bynes had her crossover show, uh-huh. which then like gave us Drake and Josh. Which then gave our it was, so it was so yeah. much fucking like I don't watch a lot of Nickelodeon either and I don't know how many live action shows they have I don't I feel either. like they yeah. don't have a lot anymore right I feel yeah. like animation is, animation once again is king yeah yeah that's fair but do they know do they have a feeling of like we're stars yeah because <laughs> I feel like those all that kids yeah. back in the 90s was like no, we stars. <laughs> Any Nickelodeon kid, like Ariana, yeah. you could tell from like yeah. when she was yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm telling dumb jokes on Victorious right now," but one day I'm gonna be fucking in charge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I only met them for like 15 minutes, yeah. so I'm, I'm learning that. But I think they have a healthy amount of confidence. Yeah. <laughs> what a diplomatic answer. Uh, pretty much the Barack Obama of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I like that title for you. I'm a, you are the Barack Obama of comedy. Uh, <laughs> very diplomatic. Yeah, never on one side. Uh, how do you respond? Do you have any response to, like, I remember when the trailer first dropped for it. And this is something that happens a lot. I was guilty of it with the Lion King thing. But all these people were just like, fuck that, fuck that. It's never going to be as good as it was when we were kids. Fuck them, man. Poor Gen Z. They're not going to get to experience <laughs> what we experienced. And all these people were shitting on it, talking about how bad it looked. But I had to kind of pull back and be like, this isn't for y'all. Like, yeah, this it is not so for you. How do you feel about yeah. those strong reactions to a trailer for a kid's show? I think we are truly living in a generation where adults are being rewarded for not growing up like we are we are made we are like incentivized to stay children in a lot of ways i just Mm. turned 30 and i'm amazed that people 
my age are watching like Euphoria. <laughs> I, haven't wa- I haven't I haven't watched Euphoria because yeah. I'm 30. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Euphoria is why. That's a, <laughs> that's that's the wrong one. Because no, that show no. is so wild. I know exactly what you mean. It's a teeny soap opera. Why are we bro. growing up? Like, yeah. Yeah. watch something I about you. you. It's not even like it's about your generation of being in high school. Yes. Yeah. But it's yeah, like so like wild 10, 15, how crazy that's that about, show. Yeah. <laughs> pin fifteen, pin fifteen. I mean, it's also yeah, about, I like that. Yeah. But, but that's about like when I was in middle yes, school or whatever. Yes, so Euphoria. That's not about you. That's, There's a reflectiveness <laughs> to pen fifteen that doesn't exist in Euphoria. Yes, and mm-hmm. I haven't seen Euphoria. I'm sure it's great, but it's, it's just like I think like we're just ex- <laughs> it's not at all. And with all the superhero movies coming out, it's like they're just like constantly mining our nostalgia for things and. I don't know what it is. I but. mean, you know, I, I think you're right because I'm, you know, I, I'm literally looking at you with a Watchmen poster behind you <laughs> and going, I'm so excited for that <laughs> fucking show. But it's like, yeah, why don't I grow up and like let go? Like, yeah, like these Star Wars movies, one of the reasons why they're so popular and successful is because they're attacking all four quadrants, right? Yep. Like uh, an adult can watch it and be like, oh, I'm getting and he can take his kid or their kid and watch it as well. Like that's and that's the dangerous thing of where television is headed is yeah. it's kind of. Yeah, keeping everyone as kids. Yeah, and you think about like when the first Star Wars movie came out in 1977, it really stood out. And it was going for that nostalgia for those like Buck Rogers movies and yeah. stuff. But that was like one of the few movies that came out that year that was like that. And mm-hmm. so like I try to think about like with when every movie that comes out is that, yeah. then it's just like what everyone's just like addicted to not moving forward <laughs> not moving forward um what would be what would be what would be like the thing that we should be watching in uncut gems <laughs> everybody go watch uncut i was gems. actually until about a couple weeks ago really excited about the joker because of that because it was like taking this sort of realist approach to a comic book character and i was mm-hmm. hoping like and i think i saw it it's solid enough it it checks a lot of boxes and it doesn't check a few that i think affects my overall opinion of it gotcha but um i hope that that becomes like a trend with comic book movies in general to at least like ground it in some way where you're actually right. thinking about something while, <laughs> while you're watching it would, yeah. you, would you say those batman like the 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 chris nolan batman movies did that too i think they did that but uh, I just get freaked out when everybody is so excited about it. I don't know. Mm. Like when it, the number of comics that are doing Bane voices after, you know. <laughs> yeah. You've come to die yeah. with your shitty. Uh, that's my favorite, one of my favorite models. So <laughs> shit is yeah. so funny. The way he shakes when he's talking to the, uh, so the stadium funny. full of people. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think I've just become like a, a beautiful weird. beautiful voice. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. It was very funny. I got to find that monologue. That shit makes me laugh every time I watch so it. so funny. But yeah, those movies did get popular. I mean, yeah. it's weird though because and we're gonna go to a break soon. But with with that trilogy and spe- the Chris Nolan Batman trilogy and in specific, Batman Begins was very good. Yeah, I don't necessarily think I would say it was popular in the way that comic book movies are now. Yeah, not at all. Actually, it was just like, damn, oh, Batman is this is a great take on Batman, right? Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of times when we think of that trilogy, we just think of The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. And The Dark Knight was, I think, good or popular after the fact. Because even going into it, we were just like, oh shit, this is about to be another great Batman movie. And it was so fucking good. And yeah. the Joker was so like a big character. And people was like, damn, <laughs> that... Then it got us overexcited for Batman 3, yeah, or what was yeah. it called? The Dark Knight Rises. And yeah. that's why a lot of people yeah. were disappointed. Yeah. Uh, we're so disappointed. But if you actually just really go back and look, watch that movie, it's not that bad. It's yeah. one yeah. of the better superhero movies still. I agree. I agree. Uh, we just put it on such a high goddamn like, <laughs> yeah. bar where we were making fun of like the Bane voice and everything like that. Yeah. But it was pretty good. And I think we're in like a weird place where like we don't. We get mad when a super mo- superhero movie is somehow too cheesy or something. Like, yes. And I kind of go into most comic book movies with a open mind. Like, I, I liked Batman versus Superman. 
It was just. Mm. Well, thank you for coming on our podcast. <laughs> uh, we really enjoy having you, man. Like, shout out. Uh, I hope but you do well on you know, all your It was endeavors. just Batman fighting Superman. I didn't want anything more than that. I yeah, wanted, I wanted I to see that. Batman fight Superman. And How that's, about three that's acts? What I saw. You didn't want to see three acts? You didn't want to see an act one, an inciting incident, and then, you know. It, <laughs> Where did it some start? Rising act, act two? Some rising action. And then. <laughs> I don't know if that movie ever started, bro. Yeah, it started. It, it had act three. <laughs> it definitely did. It had act three. Ooh. That's what one. What a resolution <laughs> that their moms have the same name. <laughs> we'll be back. everybody we got tim barnes in the house we are talking i we were talking about i want to ask you this because i saw on twitter today actually uh somebody posted a clip of uh um uh, adam west batman's joker i forget what his real oh, name yeah, is yeah. uh is it caesar something i forget his name i can't I forget yeah. what anyway the dude who wouldn't shave his mustache because <laughs> i always remember him but how he was just so sick he wouldn't you know you didn't hear you don't know that story he refused to shave his mustache because he had a very well-known mustache. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm not shaving my mustache. <laughs> it's like, so if you go like look at pictures of him, his mustache is just painted white. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> he didn't want to cut it for the role? He didn't, not only did he not want to cut it for the role, but this nigga played Joker for all the seasons that Batman yeah. was on. He didn't cut it. For the entire run of the show, <laughs> but not just a one episode. That's so, That's so, <laughs> it's, it's so crazy. I, I want to find this dude's name now so I can show him to you. Uh, Caesar Romero. Caesar okay. Romero was his name. And here, yeah, he has the mu- he has the mustache for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he did not cut that. Yeah. And for like eight seasons, yeah, he yeah. Didn't cut the mustache. Damn. But it is, but. Like, his Joker was so silly, yeah. right? Mm. And I know, like, it was the 60s, and that Batman was also yeah. silly. Well, even Jack Nicholson's was, was pretty silly. But even Jack Nicholson's was silly, too. And one thing, too, that, like, really bothered me with the Joker. Can I spoil I, the Joker? I don't, I'm, I'm going to go see it, so don't, okay. don't spoil it, spoil it. Don't spoil it, spoil There's it. There's so many things I want to say. I know. I, wanna, I wish I saw it so we could talk about it. But is how I feel like, and this started with Heath Ledger's Joker. Even mm. though I love that Joker... It started with that one where I feel like the Joker isn't scared of Batman anymore. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And like you always had the one upsmanship, but if Batman like got in Joker's face, Joker was like, damn, I'm about to get my ass kicked. Yeah. Whereas like starting with Heath Ledger's Joker, like this yeah. nigga went to fight Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like at the end of that movie. And I'm assuming I haven't seen this new Joker yet, but I'm assuming with how they're setting it up. This dude ain't gonna be scared of no fucking Batman. He'll be like, kill that nigga. Uh, and I, I don't know if I like that. Got it. I don't know if I like. You're it. in for uh, some interesting surprises with this movie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy how long Batman's been around. Like how? Yeah. Like you're talking about the Adam West version, and then you got. And it was around for 20 years before, before that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They it's, had. I think they had a TV show before that. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good documentary. Like the American. Oh, the one about Bill Finger. Yes. yes. So fucking yeah, good. Yeah, it's a yeah. Hulu documentary. It was so good. Yeah. It made me upset. Yeah. You're, have you seen it? <laughs> it made nah, me upset. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's really fucking good. It. He this, basically created Batman and got none of the credit for it. Oh wow. Uh, and the and it ruined his life. Yeah. Too, and the documentary is about him creating Batman. Yeah, he and just recently started getting his name on the credits for Batman movies. Oh, wow. I think He's Batman vs. Yeah. Robin was the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, uh, not or, Batman vs. Robin. Uh, Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. was yeah. the first. See the classic Batman. <laughs> this thing couldn't even remember the title. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't remember the title of the movie. That's how bad the movie is. <laughs> and I Martha. usually hate Tom, Tom, uh, Todd Snyder movies, but that one I was like, I'm fine with this. Did he also do Justice League? I think so. He, he did Zach all of them. Zack Snyder? Oh, Zack Snyder. Snyder. There we yeah. go. You hate Tom- Zack Snyder movies? <laughs> He's not. You don't like Zack Snyder's Watchmen? Uh, no, I do not like Zack Snyder's What about Watchmen? the Ultimate Cut? The Ultimate Cut? I'm not watching an Ultimate Cut. It's four hours movie. long. Yeah. Why? Huh? Well, has- what I did not like about that movie, and that's his style, is he just literally makes every frame look exactly like the comic book, and that's yes. not what I want to see. Yeah, that's exactly his style. You might as well just read the comic book. That's fair. He's not adapting it. He's, he's not. just like sh- yeah. showing you the comic book. But you don't think that's a cinematic feat to like make it move? I do not think move? it is. No. <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> no, because like like some, Dick some, Tracy would do. And that. some Dick costumes only work on the comic book frame and not in Ooh, the movie. And that's the truth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there are some comics in that movie where it's like, y'all think this looks cool, but this looks very silly. <laughs> this looks very. The comedian looks stupid as fuck. <laughs> you know a movie where that all works though was Kick Ass. Oh yeah, and, like yeah, everything cool. looks so bad and silly. Yeah. I was like, this is so fucking good. Yeah, but it didn't. I want. I want, are they gonna make a three of that? I don't know. Is I think anybody... he's, he's moved on to the Kingsman series. I feel like who is he? Matthew Vaughn. Oh, he's a person that that mm-hmm. wrote it. I mean, Directed people it. can come back to to their shit. Yeah, but then that's when you get Bad Boys Three, where uh, <laughs> Martin Lawrence looks like three. he's been holding in air for twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for Bad Boys Three. Just yeah. like he's been holding his that's breath. A, that's a medical. That's a medical issue. That's a medical issue. <laughs> it's not a medical. He did. He got that. He got that. Uh, after he woke up from that coma, he like the medicine he takes. I think he says makes him bloated and shit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, is that bloated? Uh, it's something. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I, I think. I'm into it if the movie leans into it, which the trailer did seem like they're going to lean into <laughs> if it. If the that. movie leans into yeah. him being bloated. <laughs> the trailer makes it seem like Will Smith is going to do all the fighting and then Martin Lawrence is just going to be wheezing and huffing yeah. in the back. Which well, I was they, like, yeah. they're going to unfreeze him from carbonite yeah. at the end of the movie. Yeah. It keeps going from there. Now, oh, you know what I just remembered? We made a bet. Me and Edgar made a bet. I'm going to ask you what you think of this, Tim. We made a bet we did. a few months ago. About Gemini Man, that when it comes out, it's going to be the number one movie really? uh, that week. And maybe Edgar, overseas, maybe because of <laughs> yeah, maybe over, yeah, maybe yeah, overseas. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. <laughs> and this nigga said number one movie. Uh, well, wh- why you fight, don't think it's going to be number one no. at the box office? Who who wants to see that? What what demographic? This in nigga America still thinks wants... that Will Smith is a movie star, <laughs> and I've tried to tell it's him many that. times he's not a movie star. It's not. It's not even that. I he just said nothing else is coming. Be. Nothing else is coming out that week. What are you week. talking about? Isn't it Halloween? Like it comes out October eleventh. That, there's gonna be some scary movie yeah. that comes out around that time. All right, nah, I think they it's should gonna have be released that around like a time when families are trying to pick a movie to see or something. Yeah, <laughs> bro, like they should have released yeah. that one that in like June or July, yeah. not even June, in August when they're like, "Damn, the kids still here? Yeah, school still hasn't started hey, yet. Man, man let's go take them watch Will Smith. He used to be, <laughs> hey, he used to be really cool before you was born. <laughs> before you was born, he used to be yeah. shit." It's just so crazy. They put so much time and effort into that movie, and I I genuinely don't even care about (laughs) the plot turns. I don't care about finding out what's going on in that. Won't Joker still be in theaters? Won't that be? be. That'll be Joker's second week in theaters? It will be. Oh, so hold on, Jaquise. You look at me in the fucking face and tell me that Gemini Man is going to be Joker? We'll see. <laughs> How much money did we put on it? I don't remember. How many tickets Man, did you we buy better put some money on that shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> How many tickets did I buy? I bought. How many credit cards did you open up? Five thousand tickets <laughs> a day for the past two weeks. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure. Is it called is Gemini Man or just G- Gemini? Gemini Man. Gemini, Gemini Man. Man. That's, Gemini that's gonna Man. be Joker. Why isn't it just called we'll Gemini? We'll see. Man, let me see what's opening that week. I'll tell you every movie that's going to beat it. Because he's a man. I'm starting to regret not bringing my phone to the table. <laughs> it opens on the 11th. What else is fucking opening he's, that you week? You say some wild shit on this pod sometimes. I mean. This is the wildest one. Is that Gemini going to be number one? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I still believe it. I still believe it. By $200,000. <laughs> Don't make it more specific or you're going to lose your money. I wish that we, there was a dollar. Wait, is there is there anything you're looking forward to seeing? You know what I'm really looking forward to seeing is Zombie Land too. Even though the trailer <clears throat> is not as hyped as I'm thinking, it it's not making me as excited as I wanted to. It but the first fun. one didn't either, and yeah, I love yeah. the first one. When I went to go see Joker, the, it was the insane. It was an insane uh, mashup of trailers that was played. Yeah. So at one point, it went from the Harriet Tubman movie. Straight to There's jo- a Harry Tubman movie coming out. <laughs> Gemini Man is about to get rocked, bro. Why? <laughs> From a Harry Tubman movie to that JoJo Rabbit movie where a kid's imaginary imaginary friend is Hitler to <laughs> Zombieland 2. Oh, I to- do see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zombieland 2. All before seeing the Joker movie. It was like, who who do they think this With, Yeah, who do they think is in this audience? Is? Yeah, yeah. Too many people. <laughs> yeah. you, know people you know parents are bringing their kids to see the Joker. Oh, it's just the Joker. 100%. Yeah. They think it's the Joker they remember uh, or that they know. And it's like, my kid has to see this. Yeah, it's just yeah, a comic yeah. book They probably character. think it's a Batman movie. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything for you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I know I asked you not to spoil yeah. it, but now I want to know, like, 
Is it's, it? It's, oh, wait, it's, let me ask this. Let me ask this. Is it in the world? It is in the world. Okay, and it, that's all it I need to know. Is at many points a unique take, but it is also at many points not, not a, unique a unique take. take. Okay, that's all I need to know. That's all I need. Know, is Batman black? <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, Bruce Bruce Wayne in this one. It's Bruce Bruce Wayne. (laughs) Yo, I will watch that in a fucking heartbeat. Bruce 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 Wayne. Wayne. (laughs) I will watch that in a fucking heartbeat, dude. And it would do so bad, but I will watch it in a heartbeat. In a fucking heartbeat. Who's going to be the next Batman? Robert Pattinson, right? Ah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm fine with that. I'm very mm. fine with that, man. Yeah. He's worked on his damn acting. He's really made a comeback, bro. He's amazing. <laughs> Have y'all seen uh fuck, what's that Soft Heat Brothers movie that he's in? Who? Soft Heat? Softy. Is that how you say their name? Safi, Softy, Softy. They they made Uncut Gems. They made the one before uh God damn it, what's the name yeah. of that movie? It's Robert Pattinson in New York as like a criminal. God damn it. Mm. I have no idea. That shit, like- y'all have to watch this movie. It's good times. Oh, I remember you telling me about that. Ooh, that movie good. It came out like two years ago, right? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Robert Pattinson acts his ass off in that movie. <laughs> he acts his eyes off? His eyes and his ass. <laughs> they just both fly off his body because he's acting so good. Yeah, no, I think, he, I think he'll be good. Uh, I think people unfairly just keep tagging him as like the Twilight. Yeah, and, I, and he's he's broken out of that in my opinion. If you look yeah. at like the movies that he's done since then. He has. I mean, they both have, I think. Yeah, oh, Kristen, uh, I mean, but now, I think the reason why people like Kristen Stewart more, actually, you know what, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to get dragged on here. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but you know what I was going to say, Jaquise? Yeah, I was going to say, now I want to know, what, what, why? I'm not going to say it. Okay. All right. I'm not going to say it. Is it have to do with her personal life? Yeah, it does. All right. <laughs> He's writing something He's down. He's writing it down. As soon as oh, you write no, it down. I'm drawn. <laughs> I'm not in this conversation. <laughs> because I was going to say, as soon as you write it down, I'm going to say it. I'm not uh, writing shit down, bro. And make I, sure your name is attached to it. Nope. <laughs> what were you about to say? I was going to say that, that, that I think Robert Pattinson doesn't get the love that Kristen Stewart gets. And I don't oh, think it's I, fair. I agree with that. I don't think it's fair. Why? Because he's a better actor. Who's uh, Kristen Stewart? (laughs) (laughs) The girl from Twilight. Ah, there we go. (laughs) Tim has been like, I don't know who the fuck y'all talking about. Everybody loves her now. Everybody loves her now. What else has she been in? I feel like everybody hates her. Girls love her. I feel like she got. Has she been in? She has. She does a lot of indies as well. She does a lot of indie shit. Yeah, yeah. She's gonna be in the new Charlie. Angels movie. Ah, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, she is going to be in that, huh? Mm-hmm. See, she out here making these duds, man. And y'all, don't, y'all don't put respect on Robert Pattinson's name. <laughs> you haven't even seen the Charlie's Angels movie. You know it's going to be bad. bad. <laughs> you want to know how I know it's going to be bad? Because that shit already came out. Did it? <laughs> I think it did. Well, the, the, the uh, Cameron Diaz, Drew Barrymore, Charlie yeah. Murphy's. Or Charlie, Charlie Murphy's. Murphy's. <laughs> yes. Charlie's Murphy's. Get in here, my Murphy's. <laughs> Another movie I would fucking see so much. Charlie's Murphy's? If if they resurrected Charlie Murphy. uh, Rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. (laughs) Yo, Tim, what else you got going on that you want people to know about? You're writing on all that. Uh, You also do stand-up. You're in L.A. for a while. What what else is coming down the pipe that you want people to know about? Uh, Not too much, but uh, I co-host a show in New York called Art School that's every couple months at Union Hall. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, follow me on... Are you going to be back in New York soon? (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, in a couple months I'll be back in New York and uh, doing stuff there. Are you not not just going to make the L.A. move permanent? It's, uh, It's a decision... Yeah. To be to, to be, be made. made to be made yeah 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 because yeah. I feel like that's what happens a lot of New York people come here mm-hmm. say they're not gonna move and then they're here and, and then, then like two <laughs> years later it's like nigga you still here yeah I am I, you, that's yeah. I am bro I yeah. was like I don't know I really like New York so much more and it's like all right yeah and then even yeah. people who truly all they talk about is how much they hate LA are yeah. still here in LA. still in LA. <laughs> like uh, because like this is where the work is Wait, but. No, sorry. Was L.A. Say? an adjustment for you from Chicago? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. Because it's not a city. <laughs> and I was expecting it to be. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to a bigger city. 
Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that was that was an adjustment, but it's been fine. It's been fine. I would imagine going from New York to LA is an even more adjustment yeah. because like New York just moves at such a bigger, a fucking yeah. faster pace, and LA is like at the bottom of that barrel. Yeah. Where Chicago's like in the middle of the two, so yeah. it was a little easier to adjust. But you got fam out here. I got fam out here, so that's that's good. Your grandpa out here. My grandpa's out here. My papa. Papa. Yeah. yeah. So that's dope. Yeah. You well, got, Park's a good neighborhood. Yeah. Free rent. Yep. Unless rent, in, unless yeah. you make you pay. <laughs> <laughs> you charging that nigga double, bro. Yeah. I get my grandpa would be like, "Boy, you got money. You got a job. Yeah. You gentrified. Yeah. yeah. Shit. You can pay for this couch. <laughs> like, damn, dad. Damn, grandpa. You cheap. Uh, that's dope, dude. Well, thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate it. I can't wait to watch. Your written sketches on all that. Uh, I think it's going to be dope. I haven't watched the first half of the season, again, because I don't have Nickelodeon. But I'll find a way to watch yours. There's a bunch of clips on YouTube. See? I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Is Kenny and Kel still there? Um, I know they were. does sketches every now and then. And I think uh, Keenan has done some stuff for the first half of the season, so we'll I figure just went it out. To They're the... both executive producers on it. So yeah. That's, that's really oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. I just went to the Good Burger pop-up, and yeah, there was a Kel impersonator. Yeah, the Ed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How'd you feel about him? You had notes for him? Yeah, it was pretty good. It was, it was weird. It yeah. was <laughs> weird. It was weird. It was weird because, like, he was playing Jenga, but didn't talk for, like, 20 minutes. Was but he, he kept making or something. No, he was playing Jenga with somebody who was there, okay. like a, a customer. But he kept making like the noises and the movements and stuff. But he yeah. wouldn't say a word. Wow! So I was like, "Are you not allowed to speak?" <laughs> <laughs> what if he could only make the sounds? Like, what if they they had a, they auditioned one dude who could talk like Kel but couldn't make the sounds, and they auditioned yeah. a nigga who could do the sounds but couldn't talk, and they're like. <sighs> Yeah, and I was wondering mm. if it's just one guy or if there's two ads. So like, one has to leave his shift, and another ad walks in. Mm. That has oh. to be, that's yeah, be yeah, crazy. Yeah. You got the that bad ad. Is... There's like a better ad out there. You maybe I got bad. the bad ad. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I got the bad ad who couldn't do the voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just he just looked like him with the long hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was a little weird. I was like, nigga, talk, especially playing <laughs> Jenga. Like, make some noise, man. Like, <laughs> it was weird. It was fucking weird. It was weird. Thank you for rolling on, dude. We yeah, appreciate so having you, too. Absolutely, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Culture Kings Pod on everything. Edgar Montplazier on the Twitter. Alpha Graham on the gram. Patrick East Neal on every single piece of social media that there is. Mm-hmm. Guys, I have one once again. It is fall. Uh, fall is amongst us, so stop buying tank tops. Stop buying t-shirts from us. Stop buying beach towels. I love that you think the fact that the seasons change means you want. I did win. <laughs> <laughs> it's fall. I told y'all it was coming. Y'all didn't believe me. <laughs> yep, you won. You won. Uh, you won. Uh, buy the hoodies, the heavy ones, the sweaters, the long sleeve t-shirts, all available on tpublic.com. We want some windbreakers. Slash Culture Kings. We want those windbreakers. You listening, Jerry? We want those windbreakers. Bad. I don't know if that's up to Jerry. You don't I think, think it's up Jer- to Jerry? I think Jerry makes the designs, but I don't think he like sews the fabric. Oh, Jerry opened them sweatshops. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, ladies one, and gentlemen. Let's, let's get two things straight. Our one, clothes come from sweatshops. And Jerry is in <laughs> <laughs> So buy our shit. Buy our shit. So we can make the profits yeah. and the kids can get their five cents. I think Jerry is a <laughs> seven-year-old kid <laughs> in a third-world country who's been emailing us saying, hey, guys, I got this new design. It's very articulate. <laughs> he's very, well, <laughs> very His fingers are hurting while he's typing. <laughs> this is uh, This has been a problematic last 45 seconds uh but hey listen as long as we get paid do we care <laughs> <laughs>